Blog Talk Radio. It's the Speedway Show, an idea exchange empowering us to live well, live fully, and love deeply. And now, here's our host, Speedway. And God populated the earth with broccoli and cauliflower and spinach, green and yellow vegetables of all kinds, so man and woman would live long and healthy lives. And Satan created fast foods, and fast food restaurants brought forth the 99-cent double cheeseburgers. And Satan said to man, hey, you want fries with that? And man said, supersize them. And man gained pounds. And God created helpful yogurt that woman might keep her figure that man found so fair. And Satan brought forth, uh, chocolate. And woman gained pounds. And God said, try my crispy fresh salad, also available at the fast food restaurants. And Satan brought forth ice cream. And woman gained pounds. And God said, I have sent thee heart-healthy vegetables and olive oil in which to cook them. And Satan brought forth chicken fried steak, so big it needed its own And man gained pounds, and his bad cholesterol went through the roof. And God brought forth running shoes, and man resolved to lose those extra pounds. And Satan brought forth cable TV with remote control, so man would not have to toil to change channels between ESPN and ESPN2. And man gained pounds. And God said, you're running up the score, devil. And God brought forth a potato, a vegetable naturally low in fat and brimming with nutrition. And Satan peeled off the healthful skin and sliced the starchy center into chips and deep fat fried them. And he created sour cream dip also. And man, his remote control, and ate the potato chips swaddled in cholesterol. And Satan said, it is good. Then man went into cardiac arrest, got side, and created quadruple bypass surgery. And Satan created HMOs. <laughs> Some people this year would say, and Satan created Obamacare. And um, given the way it went, um, off to not such a hot start. Uh, that might have been actually uh, <laughs> not such a helpful thing at the beginning of the year, but apparently it's doing much, much better these days. Today we're going to talk about your weight loss problem. You ate too much, you drank too much, went out too many times, there were holiday lunches, holiday dinners, holiday get-togethers, holiday parties, 
you name it. There was food at work, your clients, your everybody, your customers. Everybody sent you food. Everybody sent us food, and there was something to eat at work every day. Most of it was not that healthy. So we're going to talk about tips. How are we going to get past this horrible, horrible weight that you have now gained? I'm going to give you 12 tips. If you listened to my Christmas Day special, you will have known that the 12 days of Christmas are actually the 12 days of Christmas tide that are celebrated after Christmas. So in celebration, we are still in 12 days of Christmas mode. I think we will be up until January the 5th or the 6th. So with that in mind, I'm going to give you 12 weight loss tips. Tip number 12. I want you to root out the problem. Let's start with that. Identify and close the door on the reason you are eating too much. Why do you eat? Many of us, ladies and gentlemen, do not eat because we are hungry. We eat because we are bored. We eat because we are anxious. We eat to comfort ourselves. We eat because the food is there. We eat because we simply love the taste of food. That's me. I eat because food is there. I eat because I'm bored. I eat because I love the taste of food. I eat because I have a sweet tooth, and if you put anything sweet in front of me on most days, I'll probably eat it. Most of us do not eat because we are hungry. De-emphasize food. Many of us use celebrations, travel, um, uh, being away from home as excuses to eat a lot, eat more, eat different things. Those of you who travel for business or pleasure often look forward to eating out as part of the delight of the experience. Holidays are no different, right? Everything is centered around food. De-emphasize food. Look forward to having downtime, taking vacation, spending time with your family as the central point of the holidays rather than the food. Find different things to love about the time that you spend traveling. Maybe go sightseeing. Maybe go walking. I like to go running if it's safe. I will typically go running wherever I am and just look at stuff. It beats sitting in the restaurant in the morning eating fatty stuff. So on to tip number 11. Eat more, eat five small meals a day rather than starving yourself or trying to fast as a way of losing weight. Why? Because your body will typically go into starvation mode and it will keep all of that fat that you do eat because it doesn't know when it's going to get fat again. So eat breakfast, eat a snack at snack time, eat lunch, have an afternoon snack, and have dinner. And these are small meals, right? Small meals. Snack time might be an apple. It might be some yogurt. It might be um, a small sandwich, egg sandwich maybe. might be something small like that. Uh, Lunch, you're not going to be as hungry at lunchtime. And your afternoon snack is going to make sure that you don't get hungry. And by the time dinner rolls around, you don't feel like you have to devour everything in sight. 
drinking a lot of water and zero-calorie drinks in between is also going to help. I happen to like tea, so I drink a lot of tea. I'm working on, I told you I have a sweet tooth, I'm working on eliminating sugar from my tea. Haven't managed yet, but that's one of the things that I will aim to improve. On to tip number... (laughs) Throw it away. Wow, that was a long one, wasn't it? We won't use that one again. Throw it away. Throw away leftover food that is high in calories from the parties. Before you say, well, isn't that a waste? My question to you is, would you rather have all of those calories in that great and that great big leftover cake in your stomach, or would it actually be better served in the garbage? It may seem counterintuitive to throw food away. After all, they're all those starving kids on TV, right? Decide how you're going to dispose of your excess high-calorie food. You can eat the turkey, unless it was fried maybe. You can take it to work to share with your coworkers. Uh, You might be able to take it to school and drop it off with your um, school kids. Some schools will not take food that has been opened for very good health reasons. But if you cannot or would not give it away to someone else, consider the trash as a very viable alternative to eating it just because it's there. This takes us to tip number nine. Plan your meals. Now, we've been talking about how you're going to eat five times a day. Plan what you're going to eat five times a day. This will help you avoid high-calorie snacks and meals. You're going to have a really hard time finding really helpful food at restaurants and places around your office. You will have a hard time finding it in vending machines, I promise you. You will have a really hard time. You don't have to cook everything um, that you eat, but consider healthy snacks, healthy options, yogurt, fruit, uh, low-calorie chips, uh, chips that are made from oleine, chips that are baked, um, other crackers. There are some low-calorie crackers out there. Even those are kind of hard to find if you're looking for really low-calorie stuff. But plan your meals and be intentional about what you're eating. Along those lines comes tip number eight. Take your planned meals to work. Don't rely on uh, the fast food restaurants around you. They will be easy to find, and they will not have very many healthy options, and if they do, they probably will not have very many healthy options that you're really excited about, right? So I I, I intentionally do not go to fast food restaurants because where even though the salad is there and I know it's good for me, when I get there, I really don't want the salad. I want the hamburger. So I don't go. Plan your meals. Take them to work. Eat healthy options. Tip number seven. Change what you eat. I said to you in the show last week, on New Year resolutions, and if you haven't listened to it, it's all about how you make New Year resolutions that stick. And part of making New Year resolutions, I would argue, is to do things in one day that will last the rest of the year. And in fact, that can last the rest of your lifetime. 
And in one day, you can improve your personal life, your spiritual life, your work life, your financial life, and your family life, and your physical life, all in one day. And you can be on autopilot the rest of the year, but there are things you can do in one day. So if you didn't listen to it, go back and listen to that show. But one of the things I say in that show is stop thinking about food in terms of dieting, um, but change what you eat. Change what you eat. Eat more protein. Eat more of the things you like that happen to be healthy. If you don't have many things you like, experiment. I did not have a lot of vegetables I could put my finger on that I really liked before I started really looking, but I did. I did work on it, and I found all kinds of stuff that I liked, in fact. Changing what you eat is also about changing what you have in your house. When I crave cupcakes, I am frustrated by the fact that I own no cupcakes in my house. When I want high-calorie chips, all I have are my Olean chips that are low-calorie, and I have those. I do have yogurt. I do have oranges. I do have fruit. So that's what I'm forced to eat because that's the only sweet stuff I have. Changing what you eat is an easy thing to do if you follow through and carry it through. That takes us to tip number six. Begin with the end in mind. Before you start eating, fast forward to how you're going to feel after the meal is over. If you're going to feel bloated, uncomfortable, feel like you've got indigestion, you feel fat, you feel remorseful, you feel downright awful, then you know that you should not eat like that regularly. You need to change how much you eat in order to feel the way you want to feel at the end of your meal. I find that when I eat a lot of vegetables, a lot of protein, less sugar, less white stuff, less white bread, uh, less white rice, uh, less pizza, less high-carb stuff, I find that I actually feel really good. I feel like my body's functioning more efficiently, and I feel healthy, and that's what I'm after, so that's what I eat towards. Even if I'm eating out and I'm eating something just decadent, I will eat maybe not even half but a third of that meal, pack away the rest, because I don't want that ugly, uh, yucky, bloated feeling at the end. This takes us to... Tip number five, variety is overrated. I have a friend named Tyrone. My friend Tyrone and I met at the gym. We go to the same gym. And I don't look like a bodybuilder, but Tyrone does. And um, I tend to listen to the things that people who look much better than me physically have to say because they clearly know some things that I haven't either figured out yet or they clearly know some things that I haven't started doing yet. And one day, we were talking about food, and my friend Tyrone said he eats boiled eggs and plain tuna all day, every day. That's what his meals consist of. Now, I thought to myself, self, that's intriguing. I wouldn't necessarily, I mean, I could do that for a couple of days. I wouldn't necessarily do that every day, all day. He mixes his boiled egg with his tuna, and that's his flavoring. 
and that's what he eats. And he sure looks like he lives on boiled egg and tuna because Tyrone sure looks good. And so I would say to you, variety is overrated. Part of the reason I cannot follow diets is because they've got you cooking new stuff every single meal, every single day. I don't have the time or the desire or the energy to learn how to make something new. I don't have the desire to go buy all those ingredients. If I don't usually eat it, I'm really not that interested. So I would argue that variety is overrated. You don't have to have something different every single time. Pick your favorite healthy things, and you can, you can conceivably eat those into perpetuity. My favorite food is chicken. I love chicken. I love salmon. Those are the two meats that I absolutely love. I can eat chicken for a week. I'll boil it. I'll bake it. I'll, I'll, I'll grill it. I will, um, I'll even pan fry it. Pan fry it in pan. I don't deep fry it. But there are a hundred different things you can do to a chicken that are healthy and that don't involve a lot of, butter, a lot of butter, a lot of fat, and a lot of oil. Okay? There are lots and lots. You can spice it 10 different ways. You can use honey instead of sugar. You can use um, uh, different spices that will give it different flavors and that your family will even appreciate. You can use 100 different vegetables. Go to the store and just experiment with vegetables that you like. There are things that you can do and eat essentially the same food. I can eat salmon and egg for breakfast for a week and not even think about it. I can cook chicken for a week, and that's all I'll eat. I'll, I'll eat chicken for breakfast. I can actually do, I can, I can eat chicken for breakfast. I will typically eat chicken for lunch and dinner. And I might switch up the vegetable, but I might eat the same meal all week long. And um, so I'm the one who eats the leftovers in our house. But you don't have to have different things every single time. Pick the things you know are healthy, pick the things you know you like, and just eat those. I have a finite number of vegetables that I really like. I like sweet potato, corn, uh, broccoli, and spinach, and collard greens, and kale. Now, that's more than five. And occasionally I might eat potatoes. Remember, these are things to remember. Remember that food is best if you eat it as close as possible to the condition in which God made it. In other words, potatoes are great. As long as you don't put the butter, the sour cream, the bacon bits, the blah, 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 blah. You can put chives, you can put salt and pepper, you can put different spices and experiment. You can even put unorthodox things like try tomatoes. Uh, prepare tomatoes, spice up your tomatoes, and um, allow the tomato juice to be its sort of au jus. And spice up your tomatoes, put pepper, put uh, paprika, put some Worcestershire sauce on your tomatoes, fry them up, put them on your potato. Try that. All you've done is add potato and tomato. It's still in the condition that God made it because you haven't loaded it up with all kinds of stuff. Try different things and be creative. Try tomato sandwiches. Tomatoes with salt and pepper on light bread that's got 45 calories. Wonderful, wonderful sandwich. Try that for your snack. This takes us to tip number four. Eat sugar in the morning. I have said I have a sweet tooth. 
I love sugar. There is a Dunkin' Donut shop at the corner of the street that I have to pass every day between where I get off the train and my office. There is a McDonald's catacorner from the Dunkin' Donuts, and every day I have to steal myself mentally and physically not to go in there. Sheer willpower and desire to see my flat abs in the morning keep me going. If you must eat sugar, though, this is one of the things I got from my buddy Tyrone, the bodybuilder from the gym. If you must eat sugar, eat it in the morning, then you have all day to burn it off. So actually what that meant was I had the permission to go into that Dunkin' Donuts and have a donut in the morning, and I'm going to burn it off. But if I'm going to have a donut, I'm going to have it in the morning. That gives me all day to burn it off, and I've also gotten rid of my sugar craving for the day. That, I thought, was quite manageable. So those are some of the ways that you can um, still eat the stuff that you really love. Sometimes, if I have leftover pizza in the fridge, I eat a slice of pizza for breakfast, eat it in the morning, burn it off all day. Not bad. Tip number three, find the healthy food you like. And like I said, the food is best for you if it's in the closest condition to what it was when God made it. So your ba- baked potato, um, we already talked about that. Your chicken, put as little fatty stuff onto your chicken as possible. Don't fry anything. It will taste amazing. Sweet potatoes. I don't put sweet potatoes and yams. All I do to my sweet potatoes is I boil them and I put salt on them. That's it. I have actually discovered that sweet potatoes taste really good if you also uh, boil them with green peppers. And the green peppers, yellow, whether they're green or yellow or red peppers, bell peppers, that is, they add just a little tang of, of, of savory to your sweet potato. That's actually quite good. And your sweet potatoes all by themselves are really sweet anyway. They actually address my sugar craving. And I don't need to put honey and syrup and sugar and brown sugar and all of that syrupy stuff that people put on them. They are fine just as they are. Try and keep food in the condition as close as possible to the condition that God made it, and you won't have to worry. Um, If you think about it, fast food, that is not anywhere close to the condition in which God made that cow. So... Avoid it. That takes us to tip number two. Watch your drinks. Holidays don't just bring calories and food, but alcohol as well. More parties, more gatherings, more eating out also tends to mean more drinking of alcohol and other drinks that have many, many empty calories. Something you like to drink that doesn't have any calories, such as iced tea, hot tea, lemon water, drink that stuff when you go out. You don't have to have the $12 martini, and they're expensive anyway, and they can get you drunk, and you're not supposed to be drinking and driving, and there are more cops out on the road at the beginning of the year. All these reasons not to drink. You can even choose a default on diet drinks, although I'm, I'm not entirely sure if diet drinks are that great for you because they do have you know, all sorts of other things in them. But even that is going to be better than the high-calorie 
alcohol. They have skinny drinks now, if you must drink. Um, skinny drinks might be better for you. I haven't done that research, so I'm not sure. I don't drink skinny drinks, uh, in part because drinking alcohol at night means you're putting a lot of calories into your body at the end of the day when you're going to be sleeping. And by the way, alcohol is one of the big reasons why sleep can be interrupted during the night. And if you want more of that, if you're having trouble sleeping, stop eating sugar at night, stop eating big meals at night, stop eating, stop drinking alcohol at night, and that is actually going to help you sleep better. If you're having trouble sleeping, I would also recommend that you visit Speedway.com. I did two shows. One was called, what was it called? I think it was called Why Can't I Sleep? And I think the second one was called something like I Still Can't Sleep. If you, can't, uh, if, you, if you don't want to scroll through, just uh, go to the search button at the top right-hand corner of the navigation and just type in the word sleep and run a search and the shows will come up. This takes us to the final tip, tip number one. Change your vision and get naked. Change your vision because one of the, I think, real undisputed truths came from my uh, favorite motivational speaker, Zig Ziglar. One of the things that Zig Ziglar says, and there, there are lots of different ways that people express this thought, but I like the way he said it because he put it so eloquently, and you all have heard this before. Basically, what Zig said was, you move towards the strongest impression in your mind. Zig used to be overweight, and until changed the picture of himself in his mind to going from being a fat boy to the sexy dude in the jockey shorts, he continued to perpetuate his situation of being overweight. And so it is with you. You might lose weight, but in your head, as long as you see yourself as the overweight chick, the overweight guy, you will continue to move back towards that strong impression in your mind. When you start to see yourself as the skinny chick, as the slender chick, as the size 10 chick, the size 12 chick, whatever size you want to be, the size 3 chick, the size 1 chick, that is the body that you're going to move towards because that's what you see. You're going to eat like the size 2 chick. You're going to eat like the size 10 chick because that is how you view yourself. None of these weight loss tips will work until you have changed the picture in your mind of who you are. So that takes us through the 12 eating tips for today. And that is how you are going to lose weight again, but hopefully this time successfully. I encourage you to visit Speedway.com and there you will find links to a whole host of weight loss tips that are going to serve you well if you want more. And that's all I have for you today. So this is Speedway saying, have a wonderful and prosperous new year. Go in peace and lose weight for the last time. Thank you for joining us on The Speedway Show. Visit thespeedwayshow.com for content and other episodes. Join the fan page at facebook.com slash thespeedwayshow. 
and follow Speedway on Twitter at the handle The Speedway Show. Until next week, live well, live fully, and love deeply.